Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, December 18th, 2019. I'm Sarah Lane. Amazon, Apple, Google, and the Zigbee Alliance announced Project Connected Home over IP, a new standard designed to let smart home products work better together. September figures from IDC show that the global market for smart home devices is expected to grow to 1.39 billion devices by 2023. In a statement, the company said, quote, By building upon internet protocol, the project aims to enable communication across smart home devices, mobile apps, and cloud services, and to define a specific set of IP-based networking technologies for device certification. YouTube Music released three personalized mix options for the service. Discover Mix, which will give listeners 50 new tracks each week with updates every Wednesday. New Release Mix, which covers the most recent updates by favorite artists with major updates each Friday. And smaller updates midweek. Your Mix features music that you like along with new songs that are similar to your listening habits with regular updates. The new mixes are live today for the web, Android, and iOS. Canada's Life Labs, a provider of laboratory diagnostics and testing services, said that it paid hackers to retrieve data that was stolen by the hackers during a security breach. According to documents filed with the Office of the Information and Privacy Commissioner of Ontario and the Office of the Information and Privacy Commissioner for British Columbia, the attack occurred around November 1st and included information on over 15 million customers, such as names, home addresses, email addresses, usernames, passwords, and health card numbers. Oh, and 85,000 customers' medical test results as well. LifeLab says that it's working with law enforcement and that it's patched the vulnerability. iFixit has done a teardown of the new Apple Mac Pro, and the team found overall the machine has a high level of disassembly ease, with basic repairs being done with standard tools or no tools at all. Main complaints are the solid-state drive modules, easy to take out, but tied to the system's T2 security chip, making user replacement complicated, and replacement parts not covered by the company's limited repair policy could be very expensive. Following a series of leaks from multiple people, Samsung publicly revealed the Galaxy S11 in an application to China's CCC. The company confirmed the S11 will come with 5G, but it will only have support for a maximum charging speed of 25 watts. That's after Samsung's Note 10 Plus introduced 45-watt charging. Facebook executives have told Axios that the company is spending six figures on a free e-course covering deepfakes and manipulated media for newsrooms called Identifying and Tackling Manipulated Media. Reuters' Hazel Baker, the head of user-generated content news gathering, developed the course material. Facebook is funding the international expansion as part of the company's Facebook journalism project. The course is available online only, and Axios says it takes about 45 minutes to complete. Reuters and Facebook plan on co-hosting events and panels around the course in 2020. Speaking of deep fakes, Ars Technica's Timothy Lee has an article detailing in great detail how he created a semi-realistic deep fake of Lieutenant Commander Data, or Brent Spiner, from Star Trek The Next Generation's face onto Mark Zuckerberg's face from an original video of Zuckerberg testing before Congress. Lee says he spent $552 in cloud computing charges, used a rented virtual machine with four graphics cards, which would have been expensive if he bought it, and used software from FaceSwap, and that it took almost a week to train his deepfake model, which used data from 14 videos with clips from Star Trek and nine videos featuring Mark Zuckerberg. Lee admits his result isn't perfect, but his technology and public skepticism of what's real and what isn't both advance, the issue may only continue to grow. 
And finally, the information reports that, according to sources, in early 2018, then-Alphabet CEO Larry Page, CFO Ruth Porat, and then-Google CEO Sundar Pichai debated whether Google should exit the public cloud market, ultimately deciding to invest $20 billion in capital expenditures on cloud over the next five years, with the goal of being the number one or two public cloud provider by 2023. Gartner estimates that in 2018, Google trailed Amazon Web Services and Microsoft Azure in the U.S., as well as Alibaba Cloud internationally. Alphabet bundles GCP revenue into other revenue, but in July announced that its cloud business generated $8 billion annually. For comparison, at the time, AWS generated $8.38 billion in revenue in Q2 on 37% growth, and Microsoft reported Azure grew 64% with analysts estimating about $4.1 billion in revenue that quarter. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all headlines there as well. I'm Sarah Lane. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.